What up, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, my brother. Good morning. How is everybody this morning? Doing good. Doing good. Oh, well, sorry. Right. It's my mama. Uh, quick, quick little disclaimer before you get started, up, brother AD. What's up? I, I just want to give out a uh, shout out to all the small businesses and major corporations that are testing out the four day work week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Is that um as far as you know, is it long? I guess it'd be longer hours. I guess because you're trying to get that 40 still, because I'm still trying to get my 40 hours. It just you get a 10 a 10 hour work day though. Yeah, 10 hour, 10 hour work day. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. But they still give you well, some of the ones that I saw, they give me an hour lunch. Mm -hmm. you know okay. But okay. it's that's still more than eight hours. Right. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm actually going to that myself. Okay. Sweet. Right. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. All right. Let's get uh, Mr. Reparations in the building. Oh, What's my up? goodness. <laughs> Man, can you get more acres in a mule? Can you? Can you? You're on mute, brother. You're on mute. All right. Um, so we're here with our, our guest who's becoming a cousin of Legacy. Uh, my man Calvin, Minister Calvin Foster in the building, or Elder Calvin Foster in the building. Um, yeah, Calvin. Yes, sir. Before AD gets started, <laughs> did, did did you just get out the deal stand, or are you about to go to the deal stand? Huh. No, man. It's uh, it's that time of year, so I had to go outside right. a little bit this morning, so I'm just feeling it, you know. Right. Ain't <laughs> hey, hey, nothing wrong with that, but brother. You know, but you know I'm a big deer hunter, though. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, got, I got a garage full of this stuff. Wow. <laughs> uh, my bad, AD. Oh, no, nah, you're good. I would, I would like to try it once to see yeah. what it's, what it's yeah. like. I don't know. It's, it's way out of my 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 skill sets. I'll try it. I'll try it. I give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Um, literally. Um, mm -hmm. so <laughs> today we're talking about building and keeping your generational land, and I kind of want. And we ended our conversation talking about air rights, H E I R, mm -hmm. generational passing down. You know. When your family receives land mm -hmm. um and basically what happens with a lot of land well and i'm speaking that a lot of, with a lot of land like so if i have land and let's just say and this generally seems like a bigger families or families that they get all pieces um so i got like six kids or six children and and i die and of course i leave like any any decent dad or family you leave a piece to everybody equal share to everybody and what happens you know we try to figure out what to do with the land hopefully mm -hmm. we may get along we may not like some families seem like after death it's just like a splinter and the land sits mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm in the right spot right yeah. the land sits. so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let mr foster kind of break down what happens after the land sits because he can probably break it down in more specifics like i said i did a couple of youtube searches so i know about it and this one guys is crazy this is crazy, but um, go ahead, uh, break down. So after the land sits. So um, what we really find, well, first of all, good morning, everybody. And thank you for having me on. Um, just like the work that you're doing here and keeping our folks informed and giving us a pr that perspective that we may or may not be aware of when it comes to, um, you know, different social share. economic issues that we face. Right. Um, 
Real quick, though, uh, I want to give you a little bit of background on where we are with land before I kind of tell you okay. where we're going with it and where we're headed. So um, one of the big things, these are a couple of numbers that I'm going to throw at you. Um, out of the 4 million farmers in the United States, um, currently we only have about 37,000 that are people of color. Mm. So Wait, you said 4 million. 4 million, we have right. about 37,000 black farmers. Um, so that'll give you a little bit of idea uh, where we are. Now, that number used to be very high, um, you know, at the turn of the century. And what happened was, uh, so one of the issues with black land ownership was um, um, the, 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 uh, the systemic disparities between the U.S. government and black land owners. Okay. Um, and, and so one of the things that you can look at is the racial disparity in local loan uh, or farm grants where you needed money and in many cases to run a farm, to buy equipment, to buy seed, to buy fertilizer, uh, to pay people to help you harvest the crop. And so many farmers, it was common practice and still some now for the uh uh, for the farmer to go to the FSA, the local FSA county office or the USDA and get land loans, grants. Um, in many cases, these loans were processed at the FSA, the local county level. Um, and it took generally 30 days for or 21 days to process a white landowner's grant uh, or loan. Um, a question. Uh, could you break down the acronym FSA for those that don't? Oh, know? okay. So the FSA is the Farm right. Service Agency. That is a national uh, part of the USDA, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And so the USDA, the, F, the FSA, the National Conservation Resource Service, those are all the U.S. Forest Commission. These are all government-sponsored back um, agencies that assist with land management. Um, so um, they were really the ones handing out the money. And like I said, generally on a white farmer, it would take 21 days, 29 days to process a loan. Uh, for a black farmer, it would take in excess of, of 300 days. Wow. And so in a 300-day period, um, um, that black farmer would have generally, you understand that a crop rotation cycle within a year is only about six or seven months. So if you needed money to get the crops in the ground, um, it, it, it really, um, you were behind. So if yep. you didn't have money to get the equipment, to get the yes. fertilizer, to get the yes. seed, yes. if they were still working on your loan, you right. missed a year of planting. Right. And right. so your farm, many, most black farmers went under. So I think right now uh, we're less, way less, almost like 1% of the right. black, uh, uh, of the farmers in the United States are, or black men. Like I said, out of the 4 million, there's only about 37,000. They're mainly in the Southeast Georgia, um, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi. Uh, but most of them got ran out of town by the USDA. And as a result, uh, George Bush and Barack Obama worked on a, uh, a case. Um, um, I think it was a uh, Glickman okay. and Pigford versus the USDA, where they sued the government for what they did. 
Yeah. And uh, it ended up being the largest settlement in U.S. history. Yes. Um, for well over a yeah. billion dollars to uh, to go back to black farmers and to try to reparate and repair them. In many cases, it couldn't be repaired, though. Because the land was too far gone? Or what? Yeah, a lot of it was too far gone. The farmers right. went too far under. And right. so you had this, this huge um, uh, move where a lot of black farmers first out of business. Now, that's one part of the issue with black farm and black land, because a lot right. of that land was farmland. Okay, right. so let's move on into what we're really talking about today, where the land that was left, yes, and the farmers that did have land left, in many yep. cases, um, those farmers died what is known as legally intestate or without survivor mm -hmm. benefit or okay. um, a proper will in place. Okay. And so when you okay. die intestate like that, the uh, the county or the state will pick up your property and wow. it will go to what's called probate court. Right. And so at that time, when you go to probate, um, they're looking for heirs, they're looking for family members. Okay. And in many cases, you know, this may be a generational issue where you're looking at someone like, say, my grandmother. Right. My grandmother had 14 children. Um, and so you're looking at now trying to settle this all out. Now, those children may have had children, right? Um, that those you know, those 14 children may have children, and all the way down to my generation, which was the third removed, right? And I have children, I had children when my grandmother died. So you're looking at four generations of people, and right. everyone, Ooh. um, that is alive at that time, right? Um, has claimed. On that property, oh, yeah. and many cases, uh, one either everyone could not be contacted, um, everyone was contacted, and somebody showed up. And any type of protest in that claim so automatically causes that land to 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 uh, to stall. And no. what's happening this entire time generally is uh, no one's paying the taxes. Right, 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 right. right. And so right. Um, at that time that family's land, you've got somebody over here with deeper pockets who live next door to your land yep. and they're they, they they've been speaking them. behind your back and paying the taxes on your right. land the entire time. Right. So yep. now we know that for uh, land claims and uh, 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 property uh, yep. tax sales, um, in many cases, it was not the normal two year payback uh, time that we have now before right. someone can claim your land. Right. Um, so there was there was that, and so many times the families actually lost their land, right? Um, because of tax situations, no survivorship. So a lot of land there was there was millions of acres that was lost just to tax situations because. Um, and, and, and my family has been subject to that. My family has lost big land in South Georgia because of the same thing. Um, wow. And what happens is you generally hear a story. Yeah. From your grandma, okay, we got this land and it's yes. ours. Yes. And um, but there was never a legal vehicle, right? To, right. to point it out. Our accurate, our accurate records. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're fighting. Yeah. I'm actually uh, tied up legally right now, uh, for some land in Jenkins County, Georgia. Wow. Uh, for the same thing, where we, I mean, my family has lived on that land for over a hundred years. Wow. And uh, I mean, that's six or seven generations of us. And, uh, right. you know, it just came down to um, 
hey, you guys got this part of this part of land over here, but you hadn't paid taxes on that land in sixty years. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's tough. Yeah, yeah we, Florida. So, we had uh, uh, my grandfather had some land, and uh, yeah. uh, a bunch of black farmers in Florida sued the government. Mm-hmm. There's a hustle involved, so I can't release all the information. Uh, yeah. But the, it, we had the same situation where all the kids were trying to, you know, show up. Yeah. They were looking for missing relatives, yes. um, just to receive the payout, stall yeah. for years. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it, it gets messy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and so um, for us, it it really became an issue of um, I had enough wherewithal to know that they couldn't move us because. Um, there is a 30 year clause of okay. uh, pretty much to block them. I pretty much filed a squatter's right. Okay. Uh, or, or, <laughs> okay. Or, okay. you know, because if you, if you, if you occupy a piece of land right. over 20 years and it's notorious and known, right. and you basically can claim right to that land. So they couldn't move us. Right. Um, but that's where having a knowledge of the system actually right. helped because right. another thing they did was they took a lot of the trees off the land. Uh, so, okay. whereas we were only trying to claim 10 acres of this land right. under uh, adverse possession, wow, we had been on the land for eight, eight, 100 years, so now right. I claim title to the entire tract of land, which was 80 acres. Right. So, uh, not only could I lay tr- claim to the entire tract, now I'm going to sue you for the trees you took off of it. Right. So I pretty much encumbered the process or bogged them down legally to say, hey, uh, come to the table. I'm going to take your head off. And uh, so it was a different. So now what what, what type of lawyers are you dealing with, like agriculture lawyers or are you dealing like real estate lawyers? Um, I think that as long as you have a lawyer that is knowledgeable, um, uh, this guy, he's a real estate attorney. Uh, He's local. Actually, um, you know, someone I grew up with. Actually, I grew up with him and his brother. Okay. And so they're local, and and the good thing about it was, um, I had family also that worked in the courthouse that was aware of what was going on. So wow. we were able to block okay. everything they were trying to do. So, yes. but in yes. many cases, uh, mm-hmm. black families, you show up one day to go to your land, right? And there's a gate on that property, and you're locked out now. Wow. And the whole and the whole transaction is completed, right? And the right. county has moved on because, just according to real estate law, law uh, property must always have a right to transfer. So basically if there is no guidance in place for a piece of property, right. the government and the law said it must be sellable. You can't just have a piece of property laying idle for forever. Right. Uh, they will make a move on it. And that's what happens to a lot of us. So um, we lo- we have lost so much land as a, as a people that um, it has just been astronomical. You only have now societies and foundations and even the government step in and say, hey, look, right. um, <laughs> these people have lost this land. In many cases, it was illegal. So there's a huge push in Alabama and South Georgia to uh, where the government and different agencies and foundations are coming together to restore those rights. Because in many cases, um, there were clauses like notification that were not met to where the land was transferred. And that, that didn't I, happen. I so, believe it. Yeah. They're going back and, and putting that land back in the right people's hands. But uh, right. land loss on for the black community has been detrimental. Um, Are there any special uh, grants or uh, loans for those 37,000 uh, minority landowners? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, that, I mean, just so on one of the clauses under um, the Pigford and the um, 
uh, a lawsuit and Glickman was that um, a pathway for minorities to to okay. to own land again and to um, um, really get back into um, having having that ownership. So uh, one of the case, one of the things that is out there right now is what's called through the FSA, the, the uh, uh, Farm Service Agency, is is a, a pathway to uh, land ownership and where you can pretty much get a hundred percent land loan uh, with as little as uh, no money down and 2% on the, on the interest, which is no money down. Um, You just have to have a piece of land and you have to have it purpose for, um, for agriculture. But like how how many acres does that take that could be considered? You know, uh, as long as it's farmable, I, I think the minimum acres acres is like five, uh, all the way up to you know, um, whatever you want it to be. So um, naturally, there's going to be some you know some 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 risk involved as far as the government. So they want to make sure that you're not over your head. So it's got to make sense. Um, they're trying to make the um, the. Uh, the process is a little bit streamlined the process. And so um, I actually applied. I didn't apply okay. for that loan because I made too much, but um, there's also the farm operating loan. So the equipment that you need, the tractors, the, you know, you can get up to $100,000 and it is interest okay. free. But is these that, are, far, but far. you have to have land already for these kind of loans that just. Yeah, for the, uh, so there's a, the farm ownership program. Then there's a farm yeah. operating program. So okay. one is for you to acquire the land. The second is for right. you to uh, actually get the equipment to work the land. Gotcha. And in many cases, like for the farm operating loan, they want you to, to if you're you've never fought if you've never farmed before, you right. have to have what's right. called a farm mentor. Okay. Um, someone okay. who is really, really to sponsor you through the program to make sure you're just not out there with you know a yeah. hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment and you have no idea <laughs> right. what you're doing. So to figure it out. I'm right. And so for I mean, me, having grown up on a farm this. and worked on a farm, even when I was yeah. in the military, you know, different right. places, I was able to forego all of that. Okay. Um, a lot of that. Again, uh, with my wife and I's income, we, <laughs> we got disqualified from that too. But I at least have the wherewithal <laughs> and know the knowledge to be able to pass right. on the someone um, okay. who, may, who may qualify for that. So there is an effort there. To make that to make land acquisition and to make land ownership uh, more accessible to and that is strictly for people of color, um, and so uh, you know Native American, Spanish, you know, and they even got they ha- even have what's now a veteran program, you know, a veteran farmer wow. program where they're trying to get veterans back into farming. So there's got really it. big attempts on the government to right a wrong that has been done. So I don't I don't want to sit here and beat the government up. They, yeah, they, they they did a bad thing and they admitted it. Um, yeah. And they, they've been paying through the nose for it as well. They should. Yeah, they'll be all right. They, they take can take it. Steps to <laughs> to, right. uh, to try to get that ship turned that, around. So, so that, me, that that program in hundred k, how far does that really take you though? Like, this, how expensive is this this equipment? I would say for anyone who wants to farm, I think it's really about scalability. Um, like for me, um, on the hundred acres I have, I've only cleared about ten acres of it. And so I think that you need to start out in small, manageable bites, um, because for me alone, seed every year costs, you know, well over a thousand dollars, you know, 
uh, just equipment that I'm using out there. It, it's, it, it can be very expensive. So I would tell anyone um, to start, and they're going to tell you that, start small and scale your way up. Start even smaller with maybe like an acre, you know, or half acre right. and work your way up and work your way out. I mean, because there's a lot of logistics. There's a lot of planning. Um, right. There's a lot of uh, workforce that you need to have to help right. you. And, and, and it's not, I think you need to start small so that you can bite into it and see exactly right. um, what you're working with. Hmm. Right. You got a question, question now. When you said that you didn't qualify, so they used you and your wife's personal uh, income to uh, get qualification. They said that you made too much money. Right. So is there, it's a certain threshold or a certain dollar there amount. There is. There is. Uh, and okay. and uh, second part of that question is, are uh, any other loans, can you defer payments for 12 months, 24 months until you actually see uh, um, some benefits uh, for, for from a harvest or, or yes. uh, any kind of income? Yeah, great question. I'm glad you asked that because I didn't mention that. You can defer uh, for as many as 24 months mm. um, until you really get your feet up under you. And they know they don't want to, you know, you know, uh, that first year is going to be rough. Um, just in perspective land that you're trying to break, uh, that first yield is going to be low. Um, and also you have to really mark it out. Okay, if you're growing a crop, what are you going to do with it? You got to be able to explain to us what you're going to do with it. Right. Um, okay. So they want you to have a marketing plan. So if I, I grew a, a, um, a acres worth of tomatoes, right. what are you going to do with them? You right. can't, right. you're not going to be able to sell an acre worth of tomatoes on the side of the road. Right. So you need okay. to have talked to some restaurants. They want you to talk to some okay. grocery stores. They right. want you to look at some farmer's markets. And right. really find out if you're going to make a product, how you're going to move it. So it's all got to make sense. Right. And uh, that really blocks people from just having a harebrained idea and deciding, you know what, um, I just want to do it. So they really want to save this money for farmers who are very serious, right? Uh, who are very intentional and who have really thought through this process. So they have enough ready to take that. I actually have a conversation later on this month with the, uh, uh, the Georgia head of the USDA to talk about that process because in many cases the, the process can become so encumbering that it depresses people. Right, right, right. Um, the can process imagine. can have so much red tape. Right. And what right. we're finding out is they're actually not processing as many loans as they should. Uh, and okay. so one of the hangups there is the USDA, the FSA, they only have an obligation to inform you about the program. Okay. Where they're right. not getting a, a they're not getting a report card after it's all done. So right. if I tell you about the program and I hang up the phone, I get a check mark. I got you. What I've needs, done it. What needs to happen right. is we need to rate them on How information given, right? Uh, 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 loans processed, right? And right. loans granted, right? Right. And so that's what my conversation with the head of the Georgia FSA is going to be about, you know, the red tape that I went through. And, I, you know, I don't consider myself to be the smartest guy, um, but I, I'm pretty thorough and I know it it, it bogged me down. It took gotcha. definitely, you know, a lot of talking and, uh, you know, even the FSA agents were like, look, they were they were transparent. They're like, look, we we probably did nine more loans. Then we grant simply because of the process is so hard. 
And wow. it shouldn't be that way if our intention truly is to help people um, get back into land ownership. So That's, those are yeah. some of the issues that we're facing. I think, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's been a, it, you know, back in the day, it was kind of like a natural thing to learn how to farm, you know, at right. least plant the basics of it. Like, like the average, like my dad could, you know, get a good garden going, you know, he just had to think bigger, you know, like for me, it's like garden, what's the season? When should I plant? Right. You know, I don't know any, you know, and I've watched them, but you know, I didn't really get up under there, you know, like that's one of the moments like, man, I should have been close to this dude while he was farming. Yeah. Um, like, like for me, I, I I consider myself, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, like for the air rights. So say you had, um, multiple siblings mm-hmm. what and for the actual individual who's on the deed or uh, owner of the property mm-hmm. and you how should you prepare yourself when you have children multiple mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. so that you won't have to go through that process to uh have an issue i mean right. like when you said that uh, one of the children may um, have an issue or dispute uh, maybe the division of the property or whatnot. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sell it. They want to keep it. Mm-hmm. Another child may want to sell it. Another child just may want to uh, rent it out. Whatever the case may be. You got you got multiple kids and none of them are on the same page. How would you but but them not being on the same page and no one's paying the taxes on this free and clear property. Mm-hmm. How would you, as the sole owner or the parental or maternal, whichever one it is, mother or father, mm-hmm. how would you put that situation where the land is not lost okay. because of sibling disputes? So um, great question. And and so there, there are two ways to really go about um, handling that. Um, one is to have a direct descendant, and that is to actually spell out someone's name in the property. Okay. Um, so there's two pieces to the property, and, it, and it, here's where it kind of gets sort of tricky because in many cases, even where you know uh, black families did write a will, right. um, what they would do in many cases was they would give each descendant so many acres, and it's still again because it's not the devil is in the details. Because it wasn't specifically spelled out, okay, which six, six acres? Because uh, land has what's called an in situ value, meaning that every piece of land is unique. So okay. if you didn't spell out the legal, what's called a legal description, right? All of that land between track A on, you know, longitude, this line, latitude, that line, uh, you still had an encumbrance, messed up situation where okay. uh, just okay. saying six acres to each yeah. descendant, it didn't Ain't work it out. You wow. really had to talk about which piece of dirt and right. uh, the, legal, the legal portion is what's called measuring land in meets and okay. bounds. Wow. When you actually put markers wow. in the ground yeah. and actually staked out wow. you know, which piece of property. So uh, one, that's where having this thing set up with a good attorney is the right way to go. Because if you uh, if you say you have six children and they all have 
uh, claim to that property. Right. That means they split that property six different ways right. and they each have rights of usage to that property. So you may show up on your land one day and all the trees are gone. Right, right. This right. is what happened on our property. We showed right. up one day and my uncle had cut down all the trees and sold them. Wow. Took wow. The money and no one could do anything. Oh. So <laughs> these are some of the things I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know that actually happened. So the way to, to wait to, because each piece of land also, has soil, mineral rights, right, and other rights that accompany that piece of land, and those rights can even be um, transferable upon sale. Wow. So even when you buy a piece of land, you need to know that you're getting everything, everything from that piece of ground to the center of the earth to infinity in the sky. So um, wow. So, so, so okay. you have to really know what you're doing when you're buying land and that all of the rights and benefits is the right legal term that right. they all transfer. So so let me add. OK, so. So let me, let me let me finish that, this question. And that, so, OK, so one way to handle that issue is to spell out. Or if you leave the property to a sole heir mm. or if you don't leave it to a sole heir, leave it to. Uh, uh, your 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 to the uh, your descendants, but spell out their names and and stake out the property so that it is very specific. So that anyone can say, okay, no lie, this is my track. All of that track of land of US eighty and, and Highway nineteen right. above and beyond Longview Avenue, and I know the legal description of my property that right. I can give you right now. All uh, Southern Upson County along wow. the Truckee Creek, you know all these that. beats and bounds. And so one wow. of the things I did was have my land surveyed. Okay. The spin I'm gonna throw into you. That happened to traditional black families. When I surveyed my property, the boundary lines were wrong. Wow. So what had happened systematically over the years is every time the piece of property that I bought transferred, yeah. the neighbor would take three or four acres. Wow. 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 Okay. So when I did, so so what I found was an old fence road that was about 60, 70 years old on the property. I'm like, that's the property that's line way over there. <laughs> wow. But the county had trees painted, right? which gave me another boundary, which was closer in on my land. Right, right. So when I had it surveyed, they're like, no, your 100 acres stops way out here in the woods. Wow. And every time a piece of property that I sold transferred, the neighbor took several acres. Wow. Was the neighbor of your same uh, race? Uh no, so uh, <laughs> no, no man. But, but that's one of the problems. So I hunt right now, yeah. and I find property. Yeah. This is what's happening all over the south. I find property that I hunt on right now. Yes, I'll put it up on the uh, USDA site, and um, the neighbors will be on the property. They'll be 10, 15 acres into the the, the property, and. The person who owns the land has not known that for so long that they just pretty much gave it up to them. Right. So I'm like, hey, no, Miss Johnson, your property actually goes back to this woodland over there. What it does? Right. So I, I'm doing this all day long. I'm kicking people off of property. Wow. And have so that's one of the things we're dealing with. So back to the question, and one way to, to solve all that, understand where your meets and bounds are. That's a legal term for land. Okay. Um and to really divide that land out among your descendants very specifically. Right. Now, here's the other thing you can do. You leave the land in what's called, in most big pieces of land, most millionaire pieces of land, it's usually in a trust. 
That's that's those low, you don't find that's another conversation right there. Okay. Like that now, right. most of those pieces of land are in trust, right? And in funds, and that that diminishes a lot of the tax liability. Right. Um, it, 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 you put a uh, uh, um, you appoint a director over that trust, right? And that land it, it pretty much becomes impervious to the U.S. government. They wow. can't touch it because it, it's in a trust. And what that is, it's a different tax vehicle and a different ownership vehicle for that land that acts pretty much as an LLC with no tax obligations. I've been here. I just saw something on that. I was so, going to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah, that's 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 the other way to do it. And then Hold at up, any me. given time, if someone wants to, you you list the heirs in that trust, and right. they have to be listed by name, and right. then they can come in or. The director of the trust can say, okay, look, y'all are in this trust. I'm the director of the trust. Right. We're Thank not going to have the argument because I'm the director of the trust. And I'll gotcha. tell you how I figure, how I decide okay. to. That way, it always stays in the family and right. no one can do anything about it. That's if good. any disputes that are unresolved, the director takes care of that. That's good. That's and good. That's the way um, most land, most big land is in right. some kind of land trust. All right. I, I know your time is running short. Um, I'm Kaneem, you can ask your question, but. I did want to go in if you can list out some of the ways to make money on your land. It's oh, okay. outside of the, you know, the farming, the, the typical ways. Um, but go ahead and ask your question, Kaneem. Oh, I mean, it was, I guess it was actually a comment, but oh, I, okay. it could be in a formal question. So when you put in that trust, that alleviates or that prevents or that disregards you going into probate. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Period. Period. I mean, it, it it pretty much builds a shield around that land, and most large tracts of land are in a trust. Um, so let so yeah, so that that that's that's the way to go. Uh, I'm actually going to transfer my property to that because currently right. my property is in my my name and the co-owner is my wife. Right. Um, right. but it's going to go to a trust because that land is going to be left to my son and 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 his children. So. But, but it puts it in a structure where it's you know I did I did control. I did right I did know what I didn't know when I when I need right to right because so, I was about to ask you about the land so trust right but uh, yeah, you designate your own executor of the trust right yeah. which will be me right right so technically it'll be his but until yeah. I die I get to say what is what I you you got to watch him I tell you. Got to watch a Negro. I'm telling you. And what that does is it allows you an opportunity to to change things. Yeah. You right. know, if my son decides he wants to be a knucklehead, I can say, hey, you know what? That trust about the land, you're out. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. Just like um, that. And so, uh, one of the ways to make money off land, besides the typical ways, let's talk about that for a second. Yes. So, um, I'll tell you a conversation I had last, maybe last week with a young lady. Her family owned a piece of property for about 60, 70 years. They had a guy that was hunting on the land. Okay. And I think he was paying them $400 for the hunting rights for the year. Okay. It's 100 acres of land. They were paying her $400 for the hunting rights. That includes one year. So what you have on the land is different rights, the mineral rights, the road rights, the soil rights, the the, the water rights, there's different rights, the the forestry rights, the trees on the land, you know, the recreational use of the land. And so um, she finally talked to me about the land through another another friend of mine. I'm like, well, I'm actually leasing that land now. I go, well, 
how much were you worth? How much have you been leasing land for? When she says, my father been dead for 12 years. We've been leasing this piece of land to this guy for 12 years. He's been giving us about $400. That pays him the taxes. I almost fell over out of my chair. <laughs> I'm like, so you've been making $400 off of 100 acres for 12 years. Hmm. Wow. So basically you got maybe $4,800 off of this guy when actually that land and it's in the Mississippi Delta. It's full of ducks, turkeys, deer, just everything. Wow. But you don't know what you don't know. Right. And so, um, actually, that land was about worth $30, $30 per acre. $30 per acre per year. Wow. Wow. So, um, and in many cases, $40 per acre per year. So, just do the math on the exponential number of m- amount of money that she lost right. on that land. So, um. That's one thing about it, about the land. Um, now, let me, go ahead. Now, when you say $30, $30 per acre per year, that's just for that one gentleman, right? That's what she should have been charging? Um, no, in that case, that would be for... Um, so what happens is usually what happens is the land will get acquired by a hunting club. Gotcha. Um, and so that gives the club. But now here's the other thing. Right, the club. With the club, now that comes, everybody's got a rifle in the club, hunting club. Right. Now there's a liability issue. Yeah. And you're That's liable. Right. Someone right. gets shot, killed, fall out of a tree stand on your property. Right. You're liable unless they're hunting for free. Mm. Once you start taking money, you take on risk and liability. So okay. Okay. You get to charge them extra because now you got to carry insurance. Right, right. I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's there, so there's a hunting thing with it. Um, uh, I've had, you know, one buddy of mine has taken his land. He's like, man, I've got 200 acres. He just turned uh, 50 acres into a, into a solar solar farm. Wow. I'm sure so he some grants he's for that. making a, a extra amount of money. I just found another buddy of mine. Uh, Verizon called him up. They wanted nice. to put a, they wanted to put a tower, tower, a cell phone tower on his property. Come on. They're gonna pay him three thousand dollars a year just for letting that cell phone tower sit Come there. Come on, put him up. Wow. Put two of them up. <laughs> right, right. Right, right in that corner over there. I ain't even doing that. A tower phone. One of the things my wife is working on right now, she wants to build a um I forgot what you call the thing, but it's like a little uh it's almost like a wooden hut. But it's a nice structure. It's almost okay. like an Airbnb outside. For nice. Okay. Okay. And uh, I got you know, you. you have this outside jacuzzi and this right. nice. It's called a yerbo, like a yerbo. Yeah. And okay. so, um, this is basically it's cabin out in the woods. So many people want to go there and relax. You got people want to go there and write. You got people right. want to come down here for the summer from areas, you know, from different cold climates. Right. And um, the going rate on that is going to be something like you know five hundred dollars a week. So there's right. just different ways. Uh, on top of the timber, we already talked about timber rights, um, you know, and how much money you can make. Uh, if you do the timber right, it pretty much will pay for the property. Right, a gazebo. And right. so, uh, right, gazebo, Jeff, thank you. Um, pretty much a gazebo out there. So right. there's different things that you can do that is going to make money. Um, you know, the government is actually paying people now to develop their land for trails uh, so that people can come out and hike. Um, yeah. my, 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 my land has a nonprofit associated with it. So, uh, the different grants that you qualify now to help people come out and relieve stress and so get outside and okay. mentor kids and teach them, uh, values and talk, different, you know, mentorship op- opportunities. Um, and out of that grant money, there's a part of it that you can pay yourself a salary to, 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 uh, provide that service. So 
I, I could just go on and on about, you know, okay. different. Well, uh, on top of you may say, hey, you know, I don't want a farm, but right. for right. $20 an acre, I want to lease out this much of my property right. for farming rights. And therefore, you take no risk. It, it's all the farmer's risk. Mm. God. Yeah, if he makes money, fine, great, pay me. If he don't make money, fine, great, pay me. Pay me. <laughs> so there's a lot of different ways that, you know, um, that, that you can really make money uh, off land. And yeah, I think um, one of the biggest payments that you make is uh, just the mental uh, well-being aspect um, and I've experienced this, you know, just owning that piece of land right. and having somewhere to go to really just get away. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. When I get sick and tired of Atlanta or I'm feeling stressed out, um, you know, that that place is a safe space that I go to heal. Right. Um, you know, the Holy Ghost hits me harder sometimes there than it does in the middle of church. So gotcha. um, <clears throat> it's a place where I go to meditate and pray right. and uh I ain't, they're, just, they're just the health benefits. I left the Marine Corps with a good, good taste of PTSD, um, and so um, that I've been, to, I've been totally cleared. I, you know, I never was on the medications. I was taking the counseling, but just having that place to get away and recharge and relax. Right. You know, my blood. I used to be on blood pressure meds. I, I came off all of it. Wow. And so, awesome. um, just having that place where you really allow your body to get back into sync and uh, uh, find balance is just, uh, it, it, it's just like, it, it just, just having that quiet place. I may take my dogs and stop and grab a lunch and I'm just going to sit out here, you know, for, for half a day. Some days, sometimes I'm going to hold them. My wife's like, you out there on the land? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, I'm just checking on you. So <laughs> nice. it's a really good place to go. Yeah. And I think that the other thing is, um, and I'm hearing this from other black people acquire land, that, that sense of empowerment from reconnecting with the land. We know mm, that right. we were some of the original farmers here. Right. And to be able to reconnect there and to right. uh, and to have that land again, yeah, it does something to your to your mind. Right. And uh it's it's a really good thing. So okay. you know, the benefits of owning land and making money off it, it it's just it's 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 exponential. And I'll say this to kind of end on um Bill Gates. Oh yeah. Who's the other one? Um, um, Buffett. Um, Warren Buffett. Buffett. Yeah. Warren Buffett made a statement earlier this year. He said, "I would rather own all of the farmland in America rather than all the gold in America." Mm. And so, when you look at Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and other big names like that right now, they're not buying properties; they're buying land. Right. Bill Gates is on a buying spree of land. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I do a lot of investments. I sit here on TD Ameritrade a lot of the time of the day. I'm taking I'm taking a beating. Wow. Um, I opened up my 401k, my thrift savings plan the other day. It's taking a beating. I mean, I've lost five, five, seven percent of my TSP. It's like I'm right. throwing money in a hole. Right. But here's the thing: the only vehicle, I don't care if you're in TSP, I don't care if you're in thrifts, I don't care if you're in stocks, bonds, mutual funds. I don't care what you're in. You're losing money right now. Your home is lost, losing money. Yeah, right. And there's no way you can stop it because you're subject to the economy. The only thing I can find right now that has appreciating value is land. Mm. On average, land has gone up within the last couple of years about $300 an acre. It has appreciated versus going backwards or losing money. Land has not lost any money this year. 
Wow. Everything, everything else has lost money but land. So it's 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 the ultimate investment vehicle. Okay. Hmm. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. And we got a lot of information today. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate I appreciate uh Mr. Foster coming through and sharing. There's gonna be a part three because we got we got some more. We got some more because I want to get into this trust issue yeah. and, and setting this up because I honestly, I just stumbled across a YouTube about it. I was like, trust? What's the trust? He's like, over LLC. I was like, wait a minute. What? A trust? You know? And so I wanted to talk to you about it. You know, you hear so much and you're like, eh, you know, is it real? Is it true? Yeah. You know, because of course they're selling the course. Like, you're just trying to sell me something. But no. You don't need to buy it. You don't need to buy it. It's all, it's all, it's all public now. It's all, all public now. Right, right. I, I, I pretty much became a but see, that's the other thing about me. I have a mentor who has blazed all these trails right. and um, has already done a lot of this. So nice. um, it's pretty much public knowledge. So is, is this the same gentleman that kind of got you started? Yeah, they got me started. Yeah. yeah. So we, okay. we, all right. Me and you need to talk. We need to try to get him on. <laughs> yeah, well. Get him on. He'll, he'll get the man it. next to the man. Yeah, he will do it. He, all right. He will be glad to talk about it. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So we'll 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 have a chat. Um, listen, we appreciate you guys for being here, uh, being a part of all that we do. Um, hey, what is the name of your organ, your nonprofit organization? I want to make sure. I uh, the Nature Connection is the name of my nonprofit. Nature Connection. Nature so Connection. You guys stay connected to uh, Mr. Foster. Nature Connection. So you guys Nature look that Connection. up. Yeah. Um, he has some great things going. I'm. A, we definitely gonna partner up and and make some more things happen. My my goal sometime maybe before the end of this year is go visit visit the acres and get oh, yeah. an opportunity to get, get my feet on it, get my feet on it. Oh, uh, definitely this year. So appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Listen, so a couple of things that I didn't mention in the beginning, cause I wanted to jump right in because I know he had, his time was tight. Um, mm-hmm. And if you got to run, I appreciate you being here. We'll, we'll definitely chat later. We got to okay. run out. Um, so first thing, know that we're giving five families a holiday dinner. So go to www.brotherslegacy.com and put a family down so you can uh be a blessing to a family so that it's running from now until the october 31st so the it just click on the the link that says holiday dinner it's right down there on the on the website so just click that link um as well as as well as my mom would bring phone started ringing um Make sure if you have a child of school age, you're signing up. I already got a couple of people signed up for the financial literacy course. Totally free. 100%. Go to the website right there as well. Got to get you all go to the website. Just go check it out um, as well. If, if you're loving what we're doing, uh, let's see. Oh, no problem. Mr. false. Appreciate you, man. We'll right, definitely okay. chat. Thank you. all Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Good one, man. All right. Take care. Um, also, you're signing up for the financial literacy. And if you're feeling led to be a blessing to the brothers of legacy um go to the website and hit beyond donation hit beyond donation or if you just want to make it easy i know some of you just want to be simple go to cash app dollar sign bol 2019 dollar sign bol 2019 we have amazing things happening this year um going into next year got definitely some great programs all pro dad there's somebody from the school just calling me now so we are making some things happen we appreciate your support so continue to ramp up continue to give continue to show up make sure you share this broadcast we're doing some great great things i'm telling you our goal is to change the narrative of how people look at us as well as help our men get the resources they need to 
go to the next level in their life, their family, their their community, all that and then some. And we're educating you. All right. See, we're doing something. All right. So appreciate you guys for being here. Let me bring Twister back on. He always <laughs> he may want to share something. All hearts and minds are clear. Uh <laughs> sure. <laughs> pastor had to run out he had you know his work life was getting kind of super busy so he's been hanging in there listening on oh but we appreciate him for for rocking oh gosh we got one up okay what's going on (laughs) i don't like how you call lord on that one (laughs) oh lord <laughs> no, this this ain't have nothing to do with what you were talking about. But for all those listeners that are still on, I'm trying to acquire me a new laptop. So if y'all got any oh. suggestions or any links or websites Indeed. for me to go to, please put it in in the comments. Indeed, all right. that's for the replay too. All right, all hearts and minds are clear. All hearts and minds are clear. All clear. Wonderful. All right, so make sure you stay safe. Nine eight eight mental health crisis. You or someone you love. Make sure you dial that to um, so that you can get the appropriate help that's needed in a high intensity situation, as well as be safe out there. Continue to drive safe, uh, make good choices. And we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Man, this week, I feel like it went fast. Yeah, Freestyle yeah. Friday. Freestyle oh. Friday. <laughs> so, oh, stay tuned for Freestyle Friday. So listen, though, real talk. I appreciate you being here, man. I feel like. All I get, I'm, I'm losing friends left and right. So everybody here that's with me on today, I appreciate you. Real talk. Um, because, you know, you never know when when your end may be. So I take take life. Don't take life for granted. Take each day and be appreciative. All right? And, and grateful and gratitude and all that good stuff. So that's it. That's all. Look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Take care. Know that we love you. Jesus love you best. Peace out.